This is the Soul Podcast, the most famous podcast on land. I'm King Sejong, reminding you that experts predict by 2025, native English-speaking podcast hosts will be replaced by robots. And here are your hosts, Emma Kalka and Joe McPherson. And welcome to the Soul Podcast. This is Joe. And I'm Emma. There we go. And this week, <laughs> we have, I can't believe we have this. We've, we've Okay, we're hitting the big time, Emma. Uh, we have from Squid Game, VIP number two, Daniel Kennedy. Thank you for joining Hello. us. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> um, I was trying to get my... I have I have a 25 year old daughter from my previous marriage. She's in the U.S. and she's the one who told me about Squid Game first. And she's like, I try to get her to get on the show, but of course it's like 4 a.m. over there in America. It's, it's like, she's like, Oh my God, you got that guy? Yeah, yeah, we got that. Guy. Anyway. I'm not hard to get. I'm around. I'm around. Yeah, that's what your wife says. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah. By the way, full disclosure: we have had your wife on the show on in the past. Uh, mm -hmm. Buried Spiros, uh, one of our more popular shows. Mm, awesome. So, so you must compete with her. Okay. Yes. I'll do my best. All right. No pressure. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> um. Anyway, thank you for joining. Now, you you are are you a full time actor here in Korea? Yes. What I mean, what type of work do you usually get? Do you usually do? What type? Oh, um, I used to do a lot of voice work mostly, but mm -hmm. um, lately I started uh, actually like putting effort into marketing myself. And uh, so now mostly I do commercial film and TV. Um, this past month has been actually one of the busiest months I've had in a while. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like I saw your uh, a Hyundai ad that you did yeah the roblox the yeah roblox, roblox ad. Yeah. i've got another one coming out it looks like you guys are peeing on a fire but you're not <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we had a good time with that when we were doing vo for it me and the oh roblox. really oh man oh man that's really cool um and you were also you you had a part in space sweepers as well uh, actually, I just had VO for that. I didn't you even did know VO. Were, yeah, it seems like everybody got into that. I didn't even. Yeah, everyone. I didn't even think I auditioned for it. So this is what's funny is um, uh, one one of the voice actors uh, we know was had also had a VO, and uh, we had a little watch party. We had a hate watch party. It was it was quite you fun. You the VO guy or the yes yes yeah. we're sitting there we're watching this and then it ha like a quarter way through we're like this isn't that good <laughs> this is really? pretty I bad it. oh it's it. it's really bad it's I really watched oh. that one. <laughs> that's too bad <laughs> we, no no it was, but it was fun I mean everyone including right. including the actor was hate watching it <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun because it's like uh, everyone's like oh because everyone is like. You ever, you ever, if you're ever on wine snobs, th these are like voice snobs. The, everyone's like, oh, oh, I hear this person's voice. Oh, mm, <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, Barry does that a lot. Uh, so, so people I are know like, who that is. yeah, th that's really fun. So tell us, uh, how did you, how did you get this role in Squid Game? Um, <laughs> so I was uh, doing a lot of voice, uh, excuse me, doing a lot of self tapes because auditions, they used to bring people in. But when COVID hit, they started asking people to do self tapes at home. Mm -hmm. And 
um, I got an offer from an agent I had never worked with before. Um, I guess she she heard me through the grapevine, sent me a, a sample of the script <laughs> and said, hey, can you do this real quick at home right now? I was like, sure. And I read the script and it was for VIP4, the older heavy set gentleman. Oh. The actual... The actual, the one who takes the waiter. I don't know. You've seen it, yeah. yeah. I've watched it twice for the show. Right. I call him pervert. Um, the actual script, the actual line in the script says the VIP4 disrobes exposing his old saggy bottom. And I remember reading that being like, I'm not getting this part. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I mean, my bottom's not, you know, not amazing, but it's not old and saggy. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to, it's just weird that they put that in there. But I was like, it's a, it's an unusual part because it was very um, villainous. I mean, it was essentially rapey. Uh, <laughs> so Barry helped me out with it, uh, where you're trying to get the, the waiter to give you, you know, oral pleasure and then they <clears throat> grab you by the balls, literally. Um, so I did that, and then um, another scene where we watched people die. Uh, and I, I was just because when I was reading it, I was like, this seems like a just like a uh, just a dumb drunk asshole. So that's how I played it. And then a couple of weeks later, I got a message that I was cast. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, not as that part though, right? And like, it's just there's a bunch of you. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. So. But you actually, I mean, actually did kind of, you kind of did an audition for this because I thought like in Korea, they, they mostly just go by face shot of, yeah, face shots. Yeah, no, like headshots. Uh, uh, everything I've done lately has been auditions. Other, although, I mean, I get a few gigs now and then, usually commercials and stuff, but that's through people who I've worked with before. They mm -hmm. did with me. I'm starting to become known, I guess. So uh, your rank is rising in the IMDb. Well, I'm yeah, it was, but now that. it's going back down. It's going oh, back down. No. <laughs> I think I peaked at 875. Ha now happens to all of us. <laughs> um, so how was it like you on set? I, I found out another one of my friends was was one of the VIPs, uh, Stefan. I did not know that. Uh, the French fella? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, when we got on set, it was... Uh, astonishing i mean the very well the not the first set the first set we did was when we get off the elevator and we also shot uh, you the got that scene. you got the helicopter scene That's yeah cool. that was all cgi <laughs> oh that was cgi, oh, that was CGI? Oh, that was, you weren't really yeah. in a helicopter oh and i because we they're like next is the helicopter scene i was like yes and then we get there and it's just these gigantic fans and then this big blue screen <laughs> but that was oh. also the first time i saw the uh squid game uniforms the pink yeah, with and that was when I was like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> what did I sign up for?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So keep in mind, uh, your VIP number two. So uh, to brush all people's memory, you're. Mm -hmm. I say you're the ox. I am the musk ox. Is what musk they said. ox? Ah. Musk ah. ox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that yeah. musk. Yeah, Stefan was uh, the hawk in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Um, who played, what was it? The, 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 the buck who played the, because, because I'm trying to place that accent. Do you, did you what? catch that? It, it was like a, it was like a Russian accent. Yeah. We had, um, John Michaels was number VIP number one and he was the lion. Then there's mm -hmm. me, I was the muskox. 
And then there was a Chinese guy who yep. I didn't really interact with. I don't know his name. Um, he was that he was the book. Okay. Well, okay. Well, no, I've been him because uh, it, it sounded like a, yeah. it sounded like a Russian accent to me. Yeah, he's Chinese. Ah, Russian yeah. Chinese. Russian Chinese. Well, it's not like we could see anybody's faces except for yeah. Herbert VIP who took his mask off. But yeah, yeah, and uh, so. I mean, how was how was the mood on the set? I mean, I, you've done you've done a lot of Korean TV. I've I, I've done a bit, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I've done a bit. And it's I mean, to me, it's like um, I don't for me, it's like good production values. Oh no no, I used to say this: good production values, but not good production ethics. Uh, mm. But that- <laughs> yeah, when I was doing <clears throat> service, uh, where I played Kevin, Uncle Kevin. Uh, one of the last scenes we filmed, <laughs> it went really long, and it was like three in the morning at one point. And I uh-huh. messaged, messaged my agent, and I was like, "Hey, you know, shouldn't we, you know, do something about overtime or something like that, or maybe, yeah. you know, because I got work tomorrow, <laughs> you know?" Yeah. And she writes back, um, "If time is an issue, then that's going to severely limit your career opportunities in this country." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that is true." Oh, because I mean, this is the ethics thing. Because I used to do children's shows on EBS with children, elementary students. They're on fourth grade, third, fourth grade. They would have them working until three a.m. Yeah, yeah. I had past week uh, at the beginning of October. I booked myself real tight, so I had I was filming a, a, a Hyundai commercial in Namyeongju, up northeast. Mm-hmm. And I told them I had a I had a 9 a.m. Uh, call for another Netflix show in put in uh, uh, yeah Pusan yeah down in Pusan. Wow! And um, I was like, I gotta be there before the call. <laughs> I was actually hoping to get some sleep. And uh, around 10 p.m., they knew that I wasn't going to be able to make make it to Seoul in time to get the bus. And they're like, hey, is it okay if we uh, pay for your cab? Helicopter, helicopter. And I was like, really? And then, cause there's two kids on the set with us during this commercial. And they got to the point around around 1.30 or so. I was like, hey guys, this is ridiculous. And the director knew, he, he was like, okay, you can get out of here. Cause uh, it was the client's fault a lot of times. That's what happens with these commercials. Clients start coming up with new ideas, they add, Shots. Oh. But, oh. it, but it ended up going so long, they had to pay for a cab for me from Namyanchu to Pusan. It cost them $460. Oh, wow. My God. Yeah. I didn't know you could even do a cab from. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah. 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 I've never tried it, but supposedly you can. <laughs> I can't believe they found a guy willing to do it, but I guess, you know. Cacao. Cacao taxi. You just Cacao. Cacao. Yeah. 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 You just do that. Um, so. You've heard all all the feedback on on uh, that scene. Now, what 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 is your what is your take on you, you've now watched it? How did you how do you feel about the scenes you were in? Um, <laughs> I thought because when it first came out, I immediately went to my scenes. I didn't bother with the rest of the show. Feel when free to burn. Out, feel free to burn bridges as much as you want. <laughs> well, so so my first thought was when I, I just wanted to see myself, right? Obviously, and I was like, hey, not yeah, bad, not bad. Well, I didn't yeah. like the. The take they chose with the elevator, it was like the first take where I broke the line in half. 
um but whatever I, oh I like, I, yeah i did notice that was that was that was kind of funky too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i was like why did they go because i i remember that it was our very first take the very first scene that i did with this show <laughs> our very first it, take. it's it sounded like it's like yeah. you started it then like i just had yeah, a brain fart yeah. let me finish then, it <laughs> yeah and then after that it was all smooth sailing but i <laughs> i think they kind of <laughs> went with that because it sounded a little bit like korean intonation is my guess is my mm. guess. But um, when I was watching my scenes, I was like, oh, yeah, it turned out just like I thought it would. And then started watching the show and I was like, wow, the show is not at all like I mm -hmm. thought it would be. And that was my first inclination where I was like, uh, this is a little bit different because when we were on the set, they don't tell us at all what the rest of the show is like or what else yeah. is going on. All it was this one scene and what we're doing and based on the dialogue and everything that I could suss out from the, the script, it was a stupid like goofy comedy uh we were we were meant to play these these dumb sex starved ignorant because most of my dialogue is indicates that i'm an idiot uh, yeah one, yeah yeah the bridge the bridge thing the bridge one not just that like when i say wow it's bigger right uh, that was my first clue but then i was like what's going on because i'm like I make commentary about choosing to go first or last. Yeah. <laughs> My character is smart enough to know that it matters, but then he's like, man, I wouldn't, I think one of my lines is uh, first or last, two places you don't want to be. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would know which one to choose either. Where, when obviously last is better. Yeah. yeah. And obviously that's the whole yeah. point of the reveal. So another, another part where I was just like, okay, so I'm just like a, Whatever, I don't even know. Like I got I my 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 head it was frat boy. I went I went with trust fund douchebag frat. Boy. Trust fund, yeah, I was like inbred. You were trust born fund. into your money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just being like, oh yeah. Um like my line at the end, no fucking way. <laughs> just <kind of> like, <laughs> cool. Um so that's how I was picturing it. And then <laughs> when I started watching the show and saw how intense and serious it was, I was like, what? Yeah. Art doesn't really the, the tone really shifts yeah yeah and so <laughs> so when all the hate came out i was like yeah Ooh. i mean i kind of get a little bit of it but also being like we were bad actors was one of those things where i was like it hurts we it hurts and also because we were directed to act that way and you didn't happened. write that you did most of it you didn't write that i heard them you, know, you you improvised some of the lines but you know a lot, the 69 thing was not improvised that was in the script yeah, I think at least three or four of the lines were lines that I wrote for the director. Like the when, when the dude when John Michael says, "I preferred it, I liked it better when you didn't talk to your French friend." Um, mm -hmm. That was a line I wrote too. <laughs> At one point I was like, "Do you get writing credit for this?" I'm with a lot of this stuff. Hell hath no fury than a woman scorn. It's like, oh, yeah, and then they a went, fan they of the bard. Yeah, Shakespeare Congreve, and then the director's like, "Can you say something else to him here? Something like mean?" And I was like, "He hasn't said any of the lines, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, and I'm just." I liked it better when you don't talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were, you know, the set was just fun and silly, and it was, you know, bathroom humor, frat boy sex humor, whatever, and it just and you're surrounded by naked women who are painted, men and women. We each had men a man and, and a woman. Yeah, uh, and I, I, the whole, all of my scenes, they're like every time you can put your prop your feet up on this naked guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, they were doing yoga like, poses. They're just doing yoga poses the whole time. Yeah. yeah. 
Because every yeah. time they were about to call action, I'd be like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Big sticky feet on him. And that's so that that kind of um, you know, informed the way that I played it. And then to watch the show, I, I think. I mean, there are also, obviously, there are different ways to say different lines, and maybe looking back on it, I might have changed some of it. But at the same time, when I when all of the criticism came out, I was like, could it have been better? What can I do in the future to make sure these mistakes don't happen again? But I was just like, I don't really know that there's a ton I could have done because, again, we were directed a very specific way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that way, this wasn't, you know, wasn't conducive to the same sort of emotional content that the rest of the show had yeah i, th- I also, think we were, yeah keep, keep going keep, oh, okay also like i mean it's just a bunch of things we were all sitting 30 feet apart yelling our lines into the air <laughs> we're not like <laughs> next to each other having intimate moments we're not connecting with each other at all yeah uh, there's no right and i think that might it was you know intentional it was pretty obvious we we don't care about anyone even each other so i just yeah, it just felt a little bit like <clears throat> I want this to be a learning lesson, a learning, <clears throat> excuse me, learning experience. But mm. there's only a small amount that I can walk away with this that I can take with me in the future. I think in the future, I think I think when things mellow, I tell you, I I, I did the rewatch and it's it's actually better the sec on the second watch than it is the mm. first time. Yeah, it's actually better, um, but. I, I also watched Jeffrey Giuliano's YouTube video where he was talking about his experience and he was saying stuff like uh, uh, that Huang Dong-yuk was obviously a Stanley Kubrick fan. It does feel, it looks like The Shining. Yeah, there is a and, whole and lot of like- yeah. Eyes wide shut. It does have that feeling of it. Yeah. And he's yeah. real meticulous clearly about the visuals and the imagery that yeah. you know, was created. And Super meticulous. Some of the criticisms, I mean, because I see some of the criticisms tend to be, I think some people have some bones to pick and they choose this to as their way of expressing it. Uh, what one thing, do you mean? Uh, like saying there's a, there's, there's a limited pool of, of foreign actors in Korea, mm. uh, things like that. But, but then again, they flew Giuliano and from what thailand yeah yeah so it's kind of like no they can't really say that yeah no well i the french guy the chinese guy and there was another american michael they were struggling a lot uh and the french fellow's wife i think she works for estee lauder or something she gave me her business card Oh. I assume you know her. <laughs> I know, I know him. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's he's like a blogger and he's a businessman. I never I never knew he was in acting, so that that was yeah. surprising me. Yeah. At one point, she came up to me and gave me. She was like, "We're so glad that you and John are here on the set because the others were having a really hard time <laughs> with the acting." Oh, which I get. You know, it's not. But like, I guess my point is, is I thought there were there were times when a couple of the others were saying their lines, where I was like, "Oh." Mm. I need a little bit of help. And then I think the director noticed. And so he started giving us, me and John, their lines. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the lines were supposed to be spread out. Part of it was, I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to be that dumb because I think I got more lines than I was supposed to. And so that's another thing. It was kind of Mm -hmm. like, um, so, you know, it's just... (laughs) 
I, I, some of the, the criticisms that I saw, it definitely felt like people were like uh, resentful in a sense. Mm-hmm. That, that we were getting parts in something that became so big. Um, I don't know though. I don't want to judge, you know, what people. Well, we, their commentary. we did a previous show with a, a Korean lawyer on talking about squid game law and squid game. And, and she pointed out too that in Korea, you know, when you have uh, Koreans in Hollywood movies, they it tends to be a little bit yeah it, it's awkward because 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 this is what the hollywood director thinks koreans are like and so also in korea we've, we've been dealing with this forever is you know we deal with the lovely show called surprise um and we get to see surprise. yeah <laughs> where we see this is this is like the korean view of how English speakers really speak in real life, even though most of the, most of the actors in Surprise are Russian. But the EBS thing, <laughs> uh, and so we have the style, and 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 I, I I do some voice work sometimes. I but it's all ESL stuff, um, and and when I'm doing it, I I put inflection, I try to put emotion in in my in our scenes, and they tell me to take that out. I have to speak really. I now I have to really enunciate everything I say when I'm doing anything, and you have to have this specific, you know, a specific EBS style of voice. Um, we do it. I think it's. I think they do that so that you know Korean listeners can understand you guys without uh, having to check the subtitles. And then this is this is the the standard that Koreans expect. Here I'm talking so much, um, it's but. Okay. It, it, but it really did bring to mind is like there are times when really great directors with really great, pretty good movies, and then they get like a Hollywood star in there, and they're kind of off kilter. Uh, I'm talking about specifically. I'm thinking of Okja, and and there's actually like lines like is you know I got this I got this one article in here you know Jake Gyllenhaal is in that he's like is, is Jake Gyllenhaal's Oakja performance brilliant or awful and I'm like this sounds very familiar <laughs> doesn't it yeah, yeah. there's I <laughs> I mean my experience is limited but I guess it's more than most I I had a <laughs> I was cast in a Disney Plus show that's filming here um it's a pretty significant part and required me to learn a lot of lines in korean and i had my first shoot um during all of the the squid game uh, hullabaloo when i was trying to you know process all of the criticism <laughs> so the first day of shooting was real simple i was going to be on a dock uh, i'm not sure how much i can say but i'm on a dock with a with a korean gentleman and we work for the government I work mm. for American government. He works for Korean government. And so what I, the two lines I was given were both in Korean. And so mm. I practiced weeks to learn. And um, basically say, the lines were, we, <laughs> the, the first line is, it's all right. The first line is talking about this kind of information that I found out that I should have gotten through him. And then the uh -huh. second line is, why didn't you tell me? That's all I've got to go on, plus the dialogue for my other scenes to build a character, to build that moment, to act that scene. So I'm getting there and, you know, practicing the lines. It's my first time going to be doing Korean. Super nervous. And I've then they died. come up to me and they're like, hey, 
the scene's changed a little bit. Oh no! Oh no! How has it changed? And they're like, "All right, so your lines are now the other guy's lines." Like, <gasps> what? Oh no! It's like, yeah, your parts have switched. And I was like, <laughs> it's like we're dip. What? <laughs> I was like, how do you, how do you plan? Okay, so what are my lines? They're like, well, we need your help to to write it in in English. Oh, they're doing it in English. They, they they're like, because this is a flashback to when you first got to Korea, so you don't speak Korean that well. So I was like, okay. They said, so the line needs to be something like, uh, if uh, we had told you, there might have been a war. And I was like, that sounds great. Why don't we go with that? And they're like, no, 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 because we really want to hit the fact that it's an unforeseen conflict and it's not as big as a war. It's like a, it's a smaller than war. And I was like, like a battle. And I was like, no, no, between two people, but it could lead to a war. And I was like, Incident. How about, uh, I was yeah. like, how about if I told you it would have gotten messy? Because yeah, that's a good one. You know, yeah. A lot of things implied in there. They're like, no, 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 no. We really need those two. So they whipped out their Korean English dictionary. And oh, they're like, no. the unforeseen skirmish. Oh. I was like, can we change that around a little bit? And they're like, no, 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 let's just go with that. I was like, that sounds weirder coming off my mouth than the Korean I spent <laughs> weeks practicing. <laughs> You're we an unforeseen you skirmish. Unforeseen skirmish. I was like, can I do it British? That sounds better British. Unforeseen skirmish. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> there you go. But my, I guess my point is, is I wanted to argue with them. I wanted to be like, no, this line is awful and I don't want to say it. But at the same time, I don't know anything about the plot. I don't know anything about the story. How do I know that my you know, version of the line is actually accurate? And so it comes to a point where I'm just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and there's like points where you're just like, okay, I just want to get home and get paid. Well, and then more down. I, I really wanted to do a good job because this is oh, really game and I'm just like, I've, I've worked with scripts before where I was fighting the director all the time is like why am I supposed to feel sad about this king that died in 500 AD why am I supposed to feel sad I was like okay whatever I'll feel sad because this king died that I'm visiting his tomb okay cool whatever <laughs> or, or like like this woman serving me sashimi is like I'm supposed to feel this heartwarming stuff, like 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 she's. It's supposed to remind me of my mother's food. And like, really, my mom used to make me sashimi all the time in Alabama. Really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. It reminds me of like oh the Jong back in the day for Arirang TV. Like I had to do an episode of a, a travel show, and they took me to these different places to try food, um, all these different Korean food, and they're like, "You are so excited about treats." <laughs> What? Please. <laughs> I'm walking. So they take me up to Judy San and they're like, you are just in awe. Uh, and it's like, you know, kind of like a reality travel show. And I'm like, trees don't excite me. <laughs> I'm like, Why'd you be a I tree hugger? I, oh, I've done that. <laughs> and like anytime like I took a bite of food, like I they just kind of went this overacting like oh my gosh, it's like the most amazing food I've ever eaten. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told That's you exhausting. the one thing I didn't want to eat was bibimbap, and you have me eating nothing but bibimbap. I am not excited Ooh. about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow, it tastes so good. It's so good. And how many other ways can I say good? <laughs> oh, great. Excellent. What about yours? Great. Okay, next <laughs> But yeah, it was very much like yeah, this over exaggeration, and I'm like, 
but shouldn't I be a little bit more natural? Like this feels really awkward. <laughs> yeah, that's in line with a lot of the Korean media though, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's how they do their stuff. A lot of it is heightened and yeah, it's a heightened and exaggerated Shakespearean, maybe, or or I would say uh uh was uh pantomime, you would say British pantomime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's broad. Very broad. 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 I mean, there's there's no such thing as subtlety in Korea. In many ways. <laughs> but, see, but see, and that's the thing, because when I was watching Squid Game, there are some subtleties in some of the performances, but they're right next to other performances that are just as broad that uh, Oh yeah. I mean, crazy lady. The, the yeah, what we we'll call yeah, the 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 Korean Nicholas Cage, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Minya, and, uh, Minya, yeah, yeah. They're like Nicholas Cage is a Korean lady, yes, which I love her. Yeah. The more I watch yeah, her, the more the oh, more I'm just that, like, yeah. oh my god, you you are wife number three. Oh my god, you are, <laughs> you are. I have I have but this the guy, thing. You, wife number three? What? Yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm just oh, like, you're on wife number oh, I see. You're on wife number two. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like Heisu, Park Heisu, who plays Sungwoo, I think his mm -hmm. performance was super subtle. I, I thought mm. it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. He was actually one of the people I was acting with in Busan. Really? Well, you know, he went to SNU. Yeah, he's a, there's another Netflix show being filmed here called Suriname. It's about uh, real life events about a drug, drug lord in Korea. And there was a drug lord in Korea? Yeah. I guess it was back in the early 2000s, uh, I believe. I'm not totally sure, but it's based on a true story. Okay. Um, I mean, no, my experience in Korea, drug lord would mean some teenager growing pot in his mom's basement. No, this is an actual lord. We were, we were, we were <laughs> raiding the compound. I was firing an automatic weapon. Whoa. Yeah. The first day of shooting that, I got heat stroke, messed up my feet. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. It's crazy. While shooting an automatic weapon. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And they let me, they, they, I was one of the two people who got guns with actual rounds because I have military experience. Everyone uh. else had uh, fake guns. <coughs> Excuse me. So were, were you guys being careful with them? I mean, considering. Yeah, considering uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, super careful. Um, but the these sets and everything there's this is just that recent business with alec baldwin and rust it just made me think man if they saw these korean sets they're kind of nuts <laughs> yeah i've been i've been hearing stories uh from others who other actors it's, it's it's uh getting burned or almost getting crushed on on some things i had to do a shoot for a state of survival mobile zombie game where i'm running away from zombies and uh, standing on top of a bus at one point surrounded by zombies. And they're, they, they pointed out, they're like, stand here and here. If you stand anywhere else, you'll fall through the roof of the bus. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Like, this That's heartwarming. That, that's really dangerous. And I mean, on top of that, you're surrounded by zombies. So that also is dangerous. Super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point I was supposed to run into the bus, fight off the zombies with my bat and then I had to slam the bus door and it was a really rusty old bus. And so the door wasn't slamming totally when I was pulling on the crank. So I was taken to slamming it with my hand. At one point, my hand went right through the glass. <gasps> glass no, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't tempered glass, obviously, as obviously. we've learned. <laughs> <laughs> tempered glass in a bus, in an old school bus. Oh. To say. <laughs> they lost um do you have any uh, are there any uh 
I'd like to hear more stories. Like, is there anything background in the background that uh, people would be surprised about the shooting of that scene? You could think Squid of, game? yeah, yeah, Squid Game. Hey, let me think. Um, <laughs> people are always wondering if we could drink wine in our masks. Uh, I, I could not. I was getting sick off of the cigar. They wanted me. Uh, there's a. Are you not a smoker? I used to for a long, long time, but quit a couple of years ago. And, and especially cigars. I never really smoked cigars. Uh, see, that's sorry. the only thing I do smoke if I do smoke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I can't inhale. Ah, yeah. Which makes me a great politician. <laughs> yeah. But it was making my uh, female nudie sick as well. Oh. Yeah. And I think. <laughs> It was funny because I had Michael and John and Jeffrey, I know all kind of started struck up rapport with their nude, nude body people. <laughs> I did not. Really? I, did not. <laughs> we, I think the one behind Michael. And wow. I speak Korean and it was just a. <sighs> oh, they were I Korean. My two were Korean. Some of them, they were all different. One races. looked like maybe Russian, maybe. Okay. For mine? Uh, no, no, no. There's one that I think was, I think it's behind either VIP number one or the one. No, it was one behind Jeffrey. Yeah, I think it was one behind Jeffrey. Anyway, the leopard looking one. I, I don't. And there's one standing up, standing up. Standing up. Yeah. Um, when we're walking down those stairs, that scene when we're walking down those stairs, everyone is fucking terrified because uh, speaking of the the attitude on set. Jeffrey, as soon as he saw those steps, just refused to do the scene because they're super slick steps. We're wearing these loafers and they had, they did so many things to try and make everybody feel better. They took our shoes and glued suit sandpaper to the bottom. Yeah. We were all slipping. We were slipping on these steps. And we're all in these, in these masks. So we can't look down and they want us to stay our, keep our heads level. Yeah. So, so I am a professional. <laughs> the first thing I did was I, put on my mask and I practice walking up and down the steps, up and down the steps. I was like, we just got here. We've got to figure out, learn the set, you know, Jeff, meanwhile, is <laughs> so upset. He's like, there's no way. And he's like pointing at me. He's like, look, the kid, even the kid can barely do it. Like, <laughs> the kid can barely do it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that's why I'm practicing, man. But he had really bad knees, I guess, uh, mm. you know, not a, not a, not a runner. And so, <laughs> Yeah, that one scene, <laughs> the first time we did it, we were all terrified that someone was going to slip and break uh, their back. Uh, so that's tough. That, that's probably tough. a good thing you had those masks on then. We can't see like the pure terror in your face as you're walking <laughs> down the stairs. <laughs> but that also added to the line delivery as well. It was just, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> so was it really Ebyon Hun under that mask? the front man. i don't think so i don't think so because i didn't know you know i would re i think i would have recognized him if i had seen him and the guy did take his mask off a couple times it looked like just a, a regular you know teamster <laughs> wow they were really saving their money on that one weren't they i was wondering like if they had Probably. like because he wears that mask throughout the whole season i'm like i wonder if that really was evian Hunalt the entire time he wasn't i'm pretty sure he wasn't with us if it was him then he didn't look very good <laughs> oh was, wow because I, re I recall the guy taking it off and he just had long straggly hair and he had uh, like the patchy goatee and and, and the patchy sound like <laughs> no no no, no. Yeah. and i i 
and he was kind of hanging out around us too. I don't think Ebion Hun would have done that as well. Um, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's always a speculation that Pablo Pascal was not always behind the the costume in the Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I also wondered that when I was watching it. I'm like, yeah, man, always those questions. Just to be able to say you did it. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me really was. Hajun, I think that's his name, right? Hajun, yeah. It was it really was Wee Hajun who mm-hmm. was the cop. That really, yeah. Was he, he couldn't hide, and he had he had good speaking role. Hide. Yeah, yeah. He had to express himself through the eyes. Uh, front man, you couldn't see the eyes, so yeah, it was just a fine, fine. Yeah. face cover. He could have, yeah, voiced over, recorded, pre-recorded all of his lines and stuff. So, hmm. oh yeah. man, so you weren't in the same room with Evian Hun. That's the only thing I would have been excited This time. This time. This time. This time. Now it'd be interesting. Would you be interested if they did a season two? Would you be interested in returning? Nah. Of course. What are you? I cause I gotta ask the come on, we say this. We have to ask the obvious questions. Right, we did this right. last time. We did this like what it's are, like like were those contracts video? legal? Yeah, we have to ask the <laughs> obvious questions. <laughs> what I heard was it was such a, a grueling process. The director was like, not for another two years, was his immediate response when asked about another season. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He didn't but even plan it. it I, yeah, and other people were like, Do you think he'll you know get rid of the VIPs? And I was like, Who knows? I mean, probably not. It seems like they're an integral part of the storyline that he had in mind, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would really like it if he like you know oh uh, if, if he did it bring came back, back people would be pissed off because they they want to see the VIPs get their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. You're gonna have a grueling death scene. That would be <laughs> either redeem myself or give everybody what they want. Just, just, just you know, full of you know holes like Swiss cheese, or you're gonna fall off a a miniature bridge, <laughs> chopped in half. So many things. Yeah, something like that. Those, those death stairs are gonna be involved somehow. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We just all <laughs> crumble down the stairs, crumple like a pair Collapse of pants on each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's just like that's really fun. Um, is there? Uh, I'm trying to think of. Uh, so you're working on some stuff for Disney Plus. Uh, you've done some stuff for Disney Plus. Any other projects coming up? Do you want to plug? Oh, plug! <laughs> I don't have things that I can plug. Really, I mean, do you have a website? Like, oh, oh, I don't have a website yet. I'm I'm working on it actually. But... Do you need one? Hurry <laughs> <laughs> up! Hurry up! Marketing my services. Mm, on the show we're i'm in the midst of building one but it was supposed to be centered around voice work and that kind of stalled once my film work took off. well you're on uh, a lot of games too yeah yeah i've got a i'm actually doing voiceover for two different video games coming up um and i did the did the um mode cap for one that's coming out in two years <laughs> recently but i i really don't know the names to, to any of them i don't think they've the, even decided on the names i would think at this point yeah well one of them uh, is it i don't know <laughs> i really don't know there's one for no. nc soft that i have like a standing gig they have me come back and do updates i'm mostly npcs i think just standing around saying stuff but mm-hmm. it depends um i know i'm in a 
gambling game somewhere out there some kind of zombie game uh, <laughs> zombie gambling yeah I, I don't know like a, it's a it's a mobile app game where there's bullets and zombies <laughs> I don't know. after a while it all just kind of blurs together <laughs> and i don't play games so it doesn't really i i don't it doesn't last with me as i when i leave the job oh okay see i do play games so that'd be kind of cool. Okay, because I, I would like if I knew the games you're on, I would like. Well, you can find out on your IMDb page, right? They would list that. Yeah, well, it not would be the the small stuff like the games things here and there. I don't really keep track of, so I don't put them on my IMDb. Um, uh-huh. If I had like a large role or something in a game, but mostly what I do is like, you know, evil characters and NPCs. Yeah. Yeah, one of my uh, uh, I used to, I used to drink a lot with Brenda Maloney, and and he he he'd be coming off of doing voice work for a game, and I'm like, oh wow, that's my dream. It's like because I'm a gamer, and I'm like, oh, so what? What is like most of the time you're just going, ugh, mm, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that when I was a kid playing uh, oh, Nintendo Kung Fu or something. I remember there's a game one of those side scrolling games where there was only three sounds and me and my friends would karateka i think it's karateka right there's a kick a punching sound a kicking sound and a falling sound okay we would always do it to each other it's like (laughs) 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 then we would just talk to each other with those three sounds (laughs) yeah they the video games jobs are can be exhausting because uh, they'll be like, all right, die short, die medium, die long, die short, hard, die short, uh, die hard, medium, long, medium, or whatever. You say that, but you are living the dream. You are living the dream. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, after a while, you're like, I can't do it. I know you can't, you're dead. I know. I'll do that. Can I stop dying I, now, please? I did. I mean, like, yeah. I was doing a food and travel show. I was doing my dream, and I was like, I'm dying. Get me home. Please, I'll be, I'll be poor and sweat, and also because sometimes you want to be like you need to. They need to have a better understanding of what we should do first versus last. Because true, you know, they'll be like, let's do this character, then let's do this character, and then they'll do like the blood wraith or whatever. Do the blood wraith. And I'm like, we're doing stuff like that, and then then they're like, all right, now do this gentle archer, like, the Tasmanian devil. It sounds like. Yeah, and that's what it was. Uh, I mean, like, again, I keep bringing up the food thing is like I would do these food things and uh, uh, we spend most of the day traveling the place and I'm starving. And then they, they pack all the food shots to the very end. I have to go to three restaurants in a row. And then by the third restaurant, it's like I'm eating this. I'm going, oh, yeah, this is so good. And then they go cut and someone <laughs> hands me a napkin so I can spit it all out. It's like, it's like on Hollywood sets, they have what are called chum buckets, chum buckets where you where you spit the food into a bucket yeah. anytime you I, see a dinner scene or whatever. I compared it to porn. It's like, it's something you enjoy, but you have to really act. When you're doing it for two hours, you got to really start acting. Yeah, it gets exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't keep any more time. I'm going to stick to writing. I'm just going to write articles. Yeah, stick to writing. Stick to writing. I'm going to write. Uh, I'm really have fun with the chump book. Hey man, I write as well. I I get the I get the the draw. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thank you for joining us today. Uh, this has been very fun, 
And uh, yeah, yeah. And and honestly, people who have watched Squid Game, watch it again. It really is. The, the the VIP scenes are actually kind of more amusing the second time around. They're more fun. And, and when you when you when you yeah. learn about how much fun you guys were having on the set, it does sound like you guys are having a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. We had a, a ton of fun. And I got yeah. to spend most of my time in a robe. Putting my head feet on naked people. That was great. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I tried not to. I tried not to let my gaze linger. <laughs> <laughs> that male That's gaze. Close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Daniel. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right. Well, thank you. So we're going to wrap up the show today. And uh, ne- next week, we're going to talk about uh, Daniel's actual scenes, the VIP scenes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, please remind you to please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, you can find us on all of the podcast apps out there. You can follow us on Twitter at King Sejong on Facebook. It's at facebook.com slash soul podcast. You can follow Emma on Twitter at Emma Kalka, K-A-L-K-A. You can follow me on Twitter at Zen Kimchi. Um, if you want, we do have a Patreon. If you're willing to just chunk in a little $5, you can get all of our past episodes going all the way back to 2008. So everyone, thank you for listening until next time. Stay safe. is a production of Zen Kimchi International, copyright 2021, under the Creative Commons license. Parts of this podcast may be used for non-commercial purposes if you remember to give us credit. You can contact us at sejong at soulpodcast.com. That's S-E-J-O-N-G at soulpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at King Sejong and on Facebook at facebook.com slash soulpodcast. For a transcript of this episode, listen to it again and write down what you hear. See you next week. Until then, may you find a publisher for that book you've been writing about an ESL teacher in Korea who gets mixed up in the Korean underworld.